0: This is Rocky Mountain Cold Cases. I'm Rachel and that's Adam.
1: I am Adam. That's Rachel. (laughs) Nice. This is episode one.
0: Official episode one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what to do now. Do we banter a minute? About what? I don't know.
1: About the guy that was in the...
0: No, we don't uh, talk talk real
1: current events that gets oh. all political and <laughs> no all right no
0: enough.
1: we don't go oh,
0: no <laughs> <laughs> okay we can talk how cute my dog is yeah and that thanksgiving's coming up yes and i do not have a christmas tree up yet
1: huh <laughs> interesting really
0: <laughs> we gotta work on this part better
1: yeah no it's fine it's is good. it yeah is it uh-huh.
0: is it yeah okay okay should we jump into it
1: yeah okay people are probably on their morning commute and they're like get with it probably yeah
0: that's what i do sometimes
1: yeah.
0: okay so our first official case is one that actually happened locally not too far from here and actually I saw the name on Google maps one day and I was looking for a place and I was like, that's familiar. And I have heard this case before, but I feel like over the time frame that it's been, it's kind of not as big news anymore. Really? Yeah. So, um, so I ended up going with this one for the first one because I, I love how the mom, Took this horrible thing and tried really hard to make something useful with it, which I'll talk more about towards the end. Okay. Okay. I did not pick this one because we share the same name. Oh. <laughs> so this case is about a girl named Rachel Runyon. Runyon. Rachel Runyon. And does it ring any bell? No. Since you know so much true crime. No. Not a single about I,
1: I did. Um, uh, I was stationed with a guy. His name was Runyon. <gasps> Maybe they're
0: related somehow. Maybe. Okay. Well. Look. I was
1: in Alaska. But anyway.
0: Seen the Aurora Borealis.
1: Yeah. Probably.
0: So Rachel Marie Runyon was born June 23rd, 1979 to Jeff and Elaine Runyon. <clears throat> she has an older brother named Justin and a younger brother named Nathan. Rachel was a child beauty queen, and in 1982, she was crowned Little Miss Sunset. At the time of her abduction, she was only three
1: years old. What? What, what? She was three years old? Wait, three but years she old. was already had, like, what? She was already little
0: cured. Little Miss Sunset. Little they put Miss her Sun- in, like, a baby beauty pageant.
1: Oh, that's cool, I guess.
0: Because this happened in Sunset. Oh. That's how close. Wow. Okay. Her mother described her as well-behaved, and she liked to watch her siblings play. On August 26, 1982, Elaine, the mom, was preparing lunch for her children when they asked if they could go play at a nearby elementary school playground. The playground was just 15 feet from their home and easily accessible by a gate in the Runyon's backyard fence. The park was within sight of a kitchen window, so Elaine allowed the children to go. When lunch was ready, Elaine called to her children to come back home but only the boys returned. The oldest boy, Justin, told his mother that a young black man who had offered to buy the children ice cream at a local supermarket had taken... Rachel by force from the playground. Elaine rushed to the supermarket to look for them, and when she didn't see them, and staff and shoppers said they hadn't either, she called the police. The Sunset Police Department set up roadblocks in and around the city, but it was of no use. A task force of 10 law enforcement investigators was formed to investigate Rachel's abduction, led by Sheriff Brandt Johnston. Not Johnson. Hmm. Um, Justin and another 10 year old child at the park were asked to describe the man that took Rachel. The police department, um, released a description of him and that he was, wait, what year was this?
1: This was 1982.
0: 1982. Hmm. So the police department released a description of him and said he was an African American between 30 and 35 years old, six feet tall with an Afro style haircut and a handlebar mustache. In an interview in 2020, Justin Runyon stated that he had a different description of the abductor at the time. The police took the older boy's description because the older boy was 10 years old, whereas Justin was only eight. Mm. So we're like, the 10-year-old probably has a better recall on what he actually looked like. Um, Justin, on the other hand... Um, Wait, is, is
1: there any history of the eight-year-old's like description ever?
0: Uh, not at the time, because oh, okay. they just went with what the other 10-year-old boy's description was. But but later in 2020, Justin was like, that's not what he looked like. Like he was pushing her because he was an adult by then. Mm. So he was saying that the, the man was not African-American, but was actually Hispanic with a gap in his mustache. So if you can imagine for all this time, they've been looking for an African-American man with like a full handlebar mustache. And Justin's going, he was not African-American. He was Hispanic and he didn't have like the full mustache. So we're looking at two very different people. Uh-huh. Um. So the, it was also reported uh, that this man drove a four-door dark blue car with wood grain stripes along the sides. This individual had been at the park for about 15 minutes prior to taking Rachel and had even played with the three running children for several minutes before offering to take them to get ice cream. Police conducted forensic searches of the crime scene as well as went door to door to question neighbors about the incident investigators did receive multiple leads in the case but ultimately they led nowhere
1: wait so does it say how long it like the police officers like they put roadblocks up but like you have to do that within a matter of minutes
0: Mm -hmm. and the mom got the report from her son then went to the local store and then called the police and so i if i remember right one of the reports said it was about 20 minutes gap of time Until she notified the police. And then the police have to show up and do the roadblocks. So there's a lot of time left, especially when he took Rachel in a car. You can get pretty far in 20 minutes.
1: Like Salt Lake.
0: Yeah, you can get pretty far. So it was like too little, too late.
1: Like fizzy miles or or more. Mm -hmm.
0: So Rachel's family and neighbors assisted with their own search for Rachel, including distributing missing persons flyers with Rachel's picture nationwide and searching local neighborhoods. Rachel's parents, Jeff and Elaine, attended a press conference in New York, and when asked about the possibility that Rachel was sold, Elaine urged those looking to adopt a little girl to ensure that the child is not, in fact, Rachel. On September 3rd, about a week after she disappeared, her parents appeared on the Today Show and offered a $20,000 reward that was donated mostly through the citizens of their own community. So the community, like, really, really rallied to help find this girl. Um, Sunset City also offered an additional $20,000 for Rachel's safe return. On September 19th, just 24 days after the abduction, at 5 p.m., Rachel's body was discovered in Mountain Green, Utah, which is about 50 miles away from sunset. Mm. Sadly, it was children playing at a nearby stream with their parents who discovered Rachel's body, nude with her hands tied behind her back. So they originally thought what they saw was a doll. And when the kids went closer to look, they realized it was actually a little girl.
1: And she was three? She was three.
0: Jeez. it be a little thing. Due to her decomposition, her cause of death was not identified. Her case has never been solved, and this past August marks the 40th anniversary of her abduction.
1: So she would have been 43. Wow. She'd
0: been a long time. In 2007, the Sunset Police Department reopened her case. At the time, there was a reward for $58,000 for information leading to the arrest and conviction of the person who took her. In 2012, investigators announced they had a suspect and that that person is an inmate in Pennsylvania. They also said they had another suspect who is currently living in New Mexico. Those did not pan out. Because, you know, still unsolved. Hmm. Um, A KSL article from 2022 states that the Sunset Police Department is working with a top Utah cold case team and has sent evidence to crime labs and DNA laboratories. Unfortunately... The DNA results came back as inconclusive, which means they can't get any information from it one way or the other.
1: Wait, what's this Utah co- what?
0: It was just the Utah cold case team.
1: Oh, is that like a dedicated team or does that always change? Or like-
0: it should be just a dedicated team, but like the people in the team will probably rotate out as they like retire or find new positions. Yeah. Yeah. But they probably just work exclusively on cold cases.
1: We should fire them. They're not doing too great. (gasps) I'm just kidding. I mean, they have all these cold cases, like stacking up, like, you know,
0: (laughs) I'm sure it's hard to solve some of these, especially the older ones, because they collected data, different data, DNA different back then. And like evidence in general. So like, they could have messed up. They did. Well, when you forget what to do or don't know what to do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The reward, as of now, is set at $65,000 for information on the case. Um, there is also a woman who lived in the same area at the time of the abduction. She was um, the same, close to the same age as that oldest brother, Justin, at the time that Rachel was taken. Um, and she is now claiming that it's her uncle who took Rachel, and police are currently looking into that lead. So it's still developing, if that's the
1: case or not. What? 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 They're saying it's like now maybe her uncle that Uh took her?
0: Yeah. So she's come forward and is like, I think you're describing my uncle who was super weird back in the day. So they're looking to see if it's the uncle.
1: Where's his uncle now?
0: I don't know. Oh. It's a good question. I hope they know. Hmm. Yeah.
1: His uncle's a missing person too. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) Uh, I don't
0: know. Okay. There is an active Facebook page called Justice for Rachel Runyon. Um, And there's also an Unsolved Mysteries. You don't know what that is. It's a old TV show called Unsolved Mysteries. And they would feature like three cases of just weird things. Sometimes they're murders. Sometimes they're disappearances. Every once in a while, they have like a UFO one. Mm. And they just feature it. And they're like, here's a weird thing that's happened. So um, it's from way back when in like maybe late 80s that they started. And it ran for several seasons. And then stopped. And Netflix has actually picked up the show and has some new seasons out. Hmm. Yeah. So this case was on an Unsolved Mysteries episode in 1990. Um, it's-
1: on the AM station. <laughs> no. You can find it on the on the
0: online. Um, it's season two, episode 18. It's only like five minutes long, though. So I don't know if it's worth a dive into. I watched it and I was like, what?
1: Oh, really? (laughs) It
0: was only five minutes. I was like, that's all you got?
1: Did you watch it, like, researching this story?
0: Yeah. Um, And there was a weird thing in it, too. I didn't run across this in anything other than this episode. Like, no other sources I looked at had this. But the Unsolved Mysteries episode claims that on a bathroom stall, I don't know where, but on a bathroom stall, somebody scribbled, beware, I'm still at large. I killed the little Runyon girl. Remember, beware. And then on it was, like, an upside-down cross with 666 on it. Mm.
1: I, yeah.
0: But I didn't see it anywhere else talked about. Anywhere else. Hmm. Yeah. So, in 2016, the park Rachel was abducted from was renamed Rachel Runyon Memorial Park. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, And on the grounds is a memorial to her and with her picture and a summary of her story. Did you visit that? I didn't, but I wanted to. Oh.
1: Because
0: it's it's not too far. Yeah. There's pictures of it on um, the Facebook page and... I can't remember when. I think it was this year, though. It looks like somebody kind of defaced it a little bit. Like, not super bad, but somebody wasn't nice to the memorial. People suck. Yeah, people do suck. Um, Okay. So, here is where mom took this horrible thing and tried to make an impact with it and keep other children safe. So, um, you know of the Amber Alert? Yeah. What's that?
1: That was when, like, Elizabeth Smart, like, got abducted. And then they were like, oh, we need the thing to, like, alert everybody. So now you get, like, someone gets alert or you get, what is it? If someone goes missing or, like, all of a sudden they can just, like, shoot out this alert that, like, basically notifies everyone's phone and your TV sometimes um, of the person, the car, the license plate. All that kind of thing. Um, kind of like those storm, like...
0: Storm warning things? Yeah. But for children? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're on the right track.
1: Is there more to it? I don't know.
0: Based on this, yeah. So so it is to alert when a child has gone missing. Um, there's actually a silver alert for when an elderly person goes missing that, like, could be in danger. So if, like, an elderly person with dementia wandered off, They would put out a silver alert.
1: Like the neighbor guy up the street?
0: Well, he, yeah, maybe. He's got other issues. But maybe. Um, Okay, so Rachel's case actually predates the Amber Alert. And Rachel's abduction and murder was what started the child abduction alert system in Utah. So when Rachel disappeared, this was not a a national thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And Rachel's mom was like, Had we had something that could have been like be on the lookout for this this little girl, maybe we could have got her back. So she took some initiative, got some things passed, and there became a Rachel Alert. And it was used at the time like the Amber Alert. Um, And it was actually used two times in the year that it was enacted. Once was for the Elizabeth Smart case. And another was for um, the abduction of Nicholas Triplett. So Elizabeth Smart and Nicholas both did return safe. Um, After about a year of the Rachel Alert, the country kind of moved towards this Amber Alert, um, which was named after another abduction. I don't remember where it's at, though, so we may or may not cover it. Mm. Um, And so they ended up phasing out the Rachel Alert in Utah because the Rachel Alert was not nationwide, but the Amber Alert was becoming nationwide. So I just wanted to make sure everything was streamlined and you could communicate across state lines easier. So they just phased out the Rachel Alert and brought in the Amber Alert. Um, And that is, um, so in 2003, 41 states started using the Amber Alert. However, if you get an Amber Alert and you see the kid and you call that and you're like, they're right here and they give you credit for finding that kid, you actually receive a Rachel Runyon Award. Hmm. Um, And then her murder also played a part in passing the 1983 U.S. Congressional Missing Children's Act, which gave additional resources for investigating ongoing missing children cases and puts the missing children's descriptions in the FBI's National Crime Information Computer Database. So even if they cross state lines, the description is in a national database that anybody can look up. And see, um, and then Rachel Runyon, there's a Rachel Runyon Missing and Exploited Children's Day, which is August 26th every year. And that's, again, the day that she was abducted. Um, and every year they do like a memorial. Um, because of the 40th anniversary, they did a big memorial for her at the park that was named after her. Um, they had like pictures of her out. They had balloons released and they had um, the sketches of both kid's description so they have the original sketch of the african-american and also justin's description sketch of the um hispanic person because they're still trying to find her
1: and they are not on a consensus of which one is which
0: nope (laughs) nope but they are looking into that uncle the neighbor's uncle but i i have a picture of her oh she's so cute (laughs) and tiny yeah yeah So that's the unsolved murder of Rachel Runyon.
1: So anyway, um, follow along, subscribe for more of these episodes. And
0: I'll have the sources I used in the description.
1: Yes. Yes. Like, subscribe, follow for more. Thanks. Catch you guys on the next one.
0: On the flip side.